0: Hi, friends. If you like what you hear, check us out at patreon.com slash 9to5cc. This is the 9to5 Entertainment System. We talk about so many things. But first, I want to thank you for making our website one of the top ten websites in Montreal. What do we talk about? Scott?
1: We kick it off talking about brain matter and baseball, uh, dating death and Infinity Wars. Then we talk about the movies The Disaster Artist, The Killing Joke, Gotham by Gaslight, then we wonder while we're pooping, about Harry Potter and mobile phones? It's true.
2: We follow up with fictional rock bands, Santa Teresa Music Fest, Cardi B vs. Nicki Minaj, This Is America, BR Pirates, Spotify, title,
0: Neil Young, and Rockin' in the Copyright Free World. All this and more on 90S. Enjoy the show! <laughs> with brain matter out yeah. of leather? Yeah. Explain.
2: So there, I think when you're when you're like tanning a hide, uh huh, you can do stuff to the hide in the tanning process so that it comes out soft as opposed to hard. Right. Right. We were just talking about how there's now, hard leather involved in a in a baseball glove until you soften yeah, it up. Yep. And okay. then part of me was thinking, well, why wouldn't they do the softening stuff? You know. And then yep. I was thinking of when my brother came over to help, ask for my help. But explain where the brain matter came in. So he had tanned the hide yep. of a deer? Oh, kind of God. Ways? Thank
1: God he said deer. Okay. <laughs> 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 <And laughs> I Whew.
2: Was, I, was, I wasn't going to ask. But this, is, this is one of those old-timey sayings, you know? Like, a, an animal has as much exactly as much brain as it needs to tan its own hide. Huh. So we had he had used the brain of the deer to tan this hide. And mm-hmm. then after you do that, you got to squeeze out the brain. Right. And you, like, rub it on a stick. So mm-hmm. I helped him rub it on a stick. And then we ended, it, you end up with a soft piece of leather rather mm-hmm. than hard. What did you do with that leather? What did he make out like of it? Like a baseball glove. Yay! Well, no, but, oh, then, but then it wouldn't have the ball pocket, right, that you guys were describing, where you start with the hard leather and then you, you work it with the ball or, like, with something to, to approximate that yeah, shape.
0: Yeah, so you do want to start with hard leather on yeah. a hard leather on a glove.
1: I mean, it's a catching glove, right? Like, there's going to be a hard, small object that's going to be thrown at yeah. your hands. You don't yeah. want, like, rich Corinthian <laughs> leather gently caressing your palm. It's going to hurt.
0: Uh, this is 9 to 5 Entertainment it everybody. How are you guys doing? Talking about brain matter right now. I thought we were talking about leather. Tuned up well yeah, brain matter all over leather though. Mm-hmm. You know, and how it is perhaps one of the It I feels like it's been a while I since guess, we've I been guess here. it's nature's softener. Brains? Yeah. <laughs> let that let, let that sit in. Uh, what's going on? What we, do we uh do we have anything important to talk about? Scott, did you manage to watch Infinity War? No. Nope. Damn it. We didn't We I talked about it. I know we did, but we, bit, yeah. but we were like we wanted to revisit it when all three of right. us have watched it. And since last episode, I have watched it. Yeah. So I've added to it. So John said it was great, so we're going to have the quick version before we get in details. Hopefully, I don't know, come on, Scott. Soon. soon. Hopefully soon. Uh-huh. I would have like it barely cracks my top 10 on the really? MCU. Yep. Huh. What didn't work? Uh what didn't work? I I thought that don't spoil it too bad. I thought that Thanos' motivations were dumb dumb. Yeah, they were not very w- well fleshed out. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like it was just it was just enough that it was like they presented him as uh as a complex villain in the like, You got a lot of screen time, right? Yeah, you got yeah. You got a lot of screen time and they took yeah. a lot of time with the character development and they presented yeah. him as kind of a complex villain. And he's possibly a more interesting villain because correct me if I'm wrong Scott, in the comics he's just like yeah, I would like all of I'm these. I'm a conqueror. Yeah, exactly. Like I am a conqueror, expressly. Like in the movie, he has a a, a deeper motivation, even thing. though it is well poorly
2: poorly
1: backed no, up. No, in, yeah. in in the comics of the uh, Infinity Gauntlet, mm-hmm. his motivation is I am in love with, with death, the the personification of death. Yeah, and she won't give me time of day. Right. So I'm going to collect this all powerful artifact. Yep. And kill half the universe. Yeah. It's just like a little uh. Token of my appreciation. A little a little corsage. Corsage. It's like, you know, it's like, like a when a kitten
2: brings like a mouse head and puts it on your door. To say well, it's like you
1: night when you, when you give your day a corsage. I mm-hmm. was going to
0: say, I was going to say it's like, like a class pin. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, a Letterman jacket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, Hey death, you want to wear my Letterman jacket? It's made up of the souls of half the universe. <laughs> That's a pretty You're good so motivation. Sweet,
2: I mean,
1: it's crazy, but it's kind of interesting,
0: but y- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas, I mean like, I don't know how And like
1: death had been personified in the comic books for years before. Mm-hmm. that.
0: So. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know his motivations in the film. No, nope. but it—it's it, 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 not that. No, death is not a character in the movie Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War. Huh. So that right? So I'm like, without telling you what it is, is that, and 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 there, yeah, exactly. So I was like, no, going into the comics, I was like, are they gonna? Are they, I was like, they've teased Thanos, they've the gem, teased the gems. I was like, are they just gonna throw death in there, like in the movie? No, so that doesn't happen. Okay, okay. Oh. so that didn't work. And so that, that, that didn't work for me. And so, like I yeah. said, Thanos' overall motivations were, like, like frustrated me enough that it kept kind of, like, doing that thing. Like, there's a lot of stuff that I will let slide in a film, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> just to, like, for, just to let it move forward. But, like, his, without having, like, a, a more clear driving force behind his motivations, it like, it kept kind of, like, taking me out, being, like, every time he would s- have these, like, monologues and, like, well-delivered, well-acted pieces for a giant CG character, mm-hmm. I was just sort of, like yeah, but you get that what you're doing is dumb, right? <laughs> like, it's dumb, though. Like, it, it was like it bugged me. Yeah. So, and uh, and then... Well, it, looking at all superhero movies, like, all of them,
1: Yeah. if the villain is garbage, the movie is garbage. It but, doesn't matter how cool the effects look or how good the backstory is. But that's is. the thing. This
0: movie seems to go out of its way to make Thanos a much better villain than the Marvel movies typically I do. I thought it largely he get, succeeded He gets that. so much more screen time yeah. and so much more time to explain himself. But then when you're like he's a dumb like, like i said that that it took me out of it and then uh-huh. and uh just some some of the the heroes being heroes kind of crap at, uh, towards the end like i said that i won't mm-hmm. really get into but yeah but that the thanos thanos lacking that like courting death element and, or or something equally engaging like i mean like i wasn't necessarily like because i going into it i thought it was a little not weird but i was like i was like i wonder what they're gonna do without that like you know like watchmen okay. didn't make a, an artist created Thing, you know, like I was like I was I well, thought they that they were going to replace it with some other motivation.
2: Uh, it's probably a poor comparison because I think the Watchmen movie ending was kind of superior to the comic book ending. Yeah, but, but that's what yeah. I'm saying.
0: But I was willing to. Uh, kind of go into Watchmen, understanding that they probably weren't going to make a tentacle monster sure, out sure, of sure, by sure. kidnapping artists. Okay, okay, okay. Artists. So you didn't like that they got rid
2: of, this. and and it was it, he he didn't have good motivation. Yeah, that. exactly. I, well, I was I was
0: expecting possibly to be replaced, like right. I said, because in the comics it was like courting death, and death has never really appeared as a as a character. So I was like I was expecting something else, and what they ultimately replaced it with, I was kind of like eh. I was yeah. like I'm less into that. So and it kind of took me out a bunch. I, it was still fine. Like, that was it. That's your only your only note. Well, no, I have a lot more notes, but yeah, then yeah. they kind of get like heavily into spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. which I don't necessarily want to do until Scott gets there. So, yeah. What about
2: this? The, the stuff I liked? The starting in action, fucking right into it. That was awesome. The, like...
0: I mean, well, that was another thing. And I guess this is slightly... Slightly spoilers, but they're spoilers that Scott knows, right? I mean, is that he does... Like, he starts out the movie with, like, basically a single gem. And I was like, is this the Infinity Saga? Like, he... <laughs> you know, like I was okay. just sort of like yeah. it, it was sort of weird. People were like, "Oh, it's the combination." Like more and more people were talking about it's the combination of ten years of Marvel movies. And I was not like, "Was all. it?" I was like, "It's like the combination of like showing gems in twelve movies every now and then, and Thanos popping up maybe twice." I was Th- like, "It's not like this." Twice. They re- That's what I said last time. They utterly failed to like prelude this movie in any meaningful other way. Than be- other than other yeah. than like like nudge nudge, wink winks in movies, being like, yeah. "Look at the gem. Look, it's maybe the gauntlet." Does any of that like? come together meaningfully. I'm like that, like the plot of this movie was like almost other than maybe like guardians one and Avengers one in almost no way, like previewed by 12 movies, 15 movies, whatever, how many movies there were.
1: Well, I'm sure it deals with a lot of civil war. Fallout.
0: Not even really. Barely, barely. Barely. Like, it's just sort of like, they're like, you need captain America. And Iron Man's like, we're not on speaking terms. And then they're like, well, fix that. And that's about it. (laughs) Well, that's shitty. Yeah. I mean, like, there is stuff, like, like, like there I is, mean, like,
1: there was some stuff left at the end of Civil War that they kind of needed to hammer through, and Black Panther didn't do it, and Thor Ragnarok didn't do it.
0: Well, but, okay, I don't, like, without, without getting in too many spoilers, they, like... They gloss over it. They kind of gloss over it, and they keep, I think that that might come to head maybe in Infinity War 2 a little mm-hmm. bit more, because, it's like, those, those characters just don't interact as much as they might have that, That's going to be the
2: story of Infinity yeah. War 2. It's going to be them
0: getting back together to finally defeat him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave me alone. Well, I'm just... <laughs> <clears throat> it's going to be so cute. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like It play—it plays out on all the different teams, whatever. But yeah, exactly. So I, I, thought it, I thought it did do... Like, I got in this conversation with Walter. Walter was just sort of like... He was like, oh, I really enjoyed it. And he's like, what... Like, they, they embarked into, like, an impossible task and actually, like, succeeded. And I was like, I'll give it that. But I'm like, just because they succeeded at what ultimately was kind of an impossible task doesn't make it anywhere near my favorite Marvel movie. Like... Hmm. I also think it kind of got hurt by the fact that it like in the last 4 Marvel movies, I mean, I haven't seen Black Panther but everybody says it's kind of good, but in the last 4 Marvel movies preceding it were like Guardians 2 which was like good, mm-hmm. not great but good. Then it was like Spider-Man Homecoming which was awesome, Thor Ragnarok which was awesome and Black Panther which was awesome. So it's like it had a it had a heck of a build in terms of just being like good movies. You know, if it, if three, Infinity War had come out post-Iron Man 3, Age of Ultron, and, like, Thor 2, you'd be like, Infinity War is the best movie of all time. Mm-hmm. If it was on, like, that downswing on the MCU, but, like, MCU was, like, on the upswing, and then this kind of, like, hmm. I think hit middle of the field for me, sort of. Anyway. Mm,
1: Vulture was a good villain. Made sense. Hello was a good vi- villain. Had clear motivations as <laughs> to why she was doing what she was doing. Yeah. Uh, Killmonger was a great villain. Had...
0: Yeah, had, exactly. Had
1: motivations that you could agree with, even, even though you did not like, like e- him.
0: Even like ego was kind of dumb, but he was still ego super was fun to watch. Dumb. Kurt Russell, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, like it was like it was really dumb. Yeah, but Kurt Russell really was fun. <laughs> exactly, <Yeah. laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, like I said, I'll, I'll give movies a lot of pass, even if they're dumb, if they manage to be entertaining in the process. Anyway, hmm. uh, what else have you guys been up to? What else is in the news? I didn't get to watch a Quiet Place, which I was sad about. But it, you did watch the Disaster Artist. Yeah, dude, I did watch the Disaster Artist. So, I'm aware of The Disaster Artist. The Disaster Artist. Is The Room at the bottom? No, because... Uh, the Room is the, second from the bottom. The remake of... Um, Rocky, Horror Rocky Horror Picture, Horror Horror Picture, Show. Picture Show. The made-for-TV yeah. remake is sitting on the very bottom mm-hmm. of the list. Uh, and yet, there's one movie just above it, which is The Room. Tommy Wiseau's magnum opus, The Room. And then, uh, last year, the Franco brothers decided to adapt the other guy's book. I don't remember what his name
2: is. Kind of bad.
0: I just the main his actor history. from The Room who was not Tommy Wiseau yeah. wrote a book called The Disaster Artist about his experience of creating The Room with Tommy Wiseau. So they decided to adapt the book into a film called The Disaster Artist where mm-hmm. James Franco plays Tommy Wiseau and Dave Franco plays the other guy.
2: Yeah. Adam or something. It was yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Greg yeah. or Jeff. It might or have been Greg. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. yeah.
2: I was pretty disappointed. I, I, like, expected more somehow, although I will say that Franco's portrayal of Tommy Wiseau was fucking perfect. Yeah. Like, he was so good. And he kept it up for so long. Yeah. Like, it was...
0: It was. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to... It's kind of hard to rank it, because it's like, yeah. all of the best parts of it are just the fact that James Franco's Tommy Wiseau impersonation is dead on. And you're just like...
1: There are fans of this movie who can also quote the movie.
0: Thanks. Yeah, no, but I mean, but admittedly, yeah. admittedly, it contextualizes a lot more than just the room, right? Like it shows him like at the, these like acting classes being fucking crazy, being completely crazy and completely yeah. bonkers. That, like, like one of the scenes that I, I, I really enjoyed was the, the Bob Odenkirk scene where he, like, he's reading some ridiculous Shakespearean monologue in like mm-hmm. full crappy, like screaming Tommy Wiseau fashion. And Bob Odenkirk is like, let me save you a lot of time. You realize you're a villain right? And he's like, no, I'm the hero. I'm the hero of the story. Tommy is the hero. And like, he's like, L- do you listen to yourself? Like, listen to how you speak and how you act and dress and look. Like, you are the villain in every movie. You will get work in Hollywood if you allow yourself to become typecast as a villain. He's like, I'm not the villain, I'm the hero. <laughs> and he, like, and like the, like, Tommy, like, Bob character's like, what are you, what? Like, and just like, that real world like disconnect between whatever like talents he may or may not have mm-hmm. and his like view of those talents like like I think like I agree with Bob Odenkirk like Tommy Wiseau being like an evil character is not he necessarily can't act b- he's never going to do what I'm saying did you, did you but guys he, doesn't, he doesn't need to act to like he could be a bad guy him as a romantic lead is insane him as yes. a bad guy like it's, th- it's like marginally more plausible but he still doesn't know how to act and right. still doesn't remember Rule. lines did so. you see
1: that video of him? auditioning for the joker yeah it's super funny that was amazing <laughs> yeah i would
2: t- i would take it tommy wiseau as the joker it was a terrifying joker Ooh, yeah. we could come back to that but there's another movie that i saw which was the killing joke
0: yeah i'm oh. very disappointed oh yeah that animated i i, I avoided I, it I,
2: I, I don't know why <laughs> why okay anyway, anyway so, so yes, why would the right. they do it and
1: why would they change it like they did i
0: don't get it bum, bum, uh, bum. yeah yeah, so yeah, disaster artist. Uh, so, like, it was crazy. He, he, I feel his craziness was maybe, like, extra magnified, mm-hmm. like, to see Tommy Wiseau's craziness. And it's, like, I guess, like, a little engaging at the fact that, like, at no point in time, like, to this day, does anyone know where his money came from?
2: Or his age or where he's from. Yeah, exactly. Like,
0: I'm like you, regular 20-year-old American boy. <laughs> you're not 20. You're there's no. You're not in your 20s. Yeah, I'm, what's your birthday? Same as yours. Same as yours. <laughs> okay. Where are you from? Louisiana. Can you drop the accent? Louisiana has a thick accent. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and You're like, what is that? Like, and like, there's apparently f- like that's like from footage of him that these like casting directors have. Like, mm-hmm. he just said that stuff. So it's like, did he just? Sarah has the theory that he, uh, that he just like took on this persona, persona and was just like is independently wealthy enough to just not care about the results. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's possible, possible. huh? Like a coffee kind, kind of. of thing. You know, like he was just like like Sarah. Sarah's. Sarah's backstory for Tommy Wiseau is that, like, all of his family died or something in some, like, car crash, right? Because he had that car accident thing. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, that he's probably his family died. He's just super wealthy. And then was, like, I'm just going to move to America and just dick around with my money and then just, like, do this. And, like, and, and absolutely, like, not compromise what I want to do despite, like, having not, have not having the talent or the whatever. Or the success. Or the success. But except except the success, right? Like, he has mm-hmm. made money. Like, The Room is now a profitable film. Yeah. Right? So... I mean, not every movie's profitable. <laughs> like, he poured what? Is, what did they estimate about fifteen million?
2: No, no, no. In the like in the production, they said something like four
0: million. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, he still poured millions of dollars into it and and made his money back over the. I years. mean, he
2: filmed in in digital and in analog simultaneously yeah. by taping the two cameras side by side yeah. and then the DP is like you don't light the shots the same you can't do this <laughs> like, It doesn't. it's not gonna work and he's like no we do it anyway yeah exactly he's yeah.
0: like they were like okay so we have like multiple packages to like rent the cameras and all this stuff he's like not renting buying like real Hollywood movies and they're like real Hollywood you rent like you don't need to own these cameras they're like, expensive you, you yeah. rent them for the shoot <laughs> yeah. that's how movies are filmed we buy everything okay, okay. <laughs> like
2: yeah, yeah, It is
0: yeah, fun. But I mean,
2: I think I think Dave's performance was also a little, a little uh, basic. But I mean, but that he's a crappy actor, also. I know, I know, I, mean, I, just, know, it's I know. Super but
0: weird. Like that character's white bread, also. Th- like, if we're gonna
2: talk about things that take you out of the movie, I thought it would, like other like the core of it was excellent, mm. right? And then they're they're like the, the secondary characters were kind of okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I liked the uh, the the. Paul Shear and uh, Seth Rogen oh they were great the yeah. cast they were so yeah, awesome yeah, yeah. they're
2: all like super cynical Hollywood people who realize they've got a crazy person in their midst and they're like okay we're just gonna do whatever he says and he's gonna pay us there's just, yeah there's a great scene where
0: <laughs> Seth Rogen is just sort of like yeah I wanna cash this check I guess or maybe I just wanna like see if it's even cashable like, yeah. cause it's been like a week of shooting and they're like he's like I don't know and he puts it in they're just sort of like and the teller's like Oh, from this account, that's like a bottomless pit. Seth Rogen's like, okay, <laughs> here <laughs> like we go. And I then guess then just it just...
1: takes away the guilt from cashing that, yeah, from
0: a crazy person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I then- recommend
1: it though. My parents loved it. Yeah, and they
0: didn't know
2: a thing about the room. Hmm. Right. Are they going to watch The Room now? I really don't think so. I cautioned them against it. Like, it's funny for, like, five minutes. And unless you're getting drunk with your buddies and laughing at every scene, I don't know why you would want to go through the whole thing. Yeah. It's, like, I f- miserable.
0: I forget who it was that I was, like, recommending it. They were, like, oh, like, should I watch The Room first? And I was, like, yes, but just just, clips, with, with the well, – I wouldn't even say with clips. I was, like, with the proviso of, like, put a bunch of people into the room uh, – the room? Ha! With you and, like, just drink and, like, kind of talk over it while you're happening. Yeah. And then just, like, yeah. pay half attention because every time you tune in, you're going to be, like, what? And, I have cancer. Never comes back.
2: You know, I really do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I got the test results, and it's cancer. I definitely have cancer. And that, that plot point never comes back in the movie. There was a sequence was at, at the, the end where yeah. they did the side-by-side yeah, side side side. shots yeah, and yeah. of
2: them re- recreating scenes from the uh, yeah. room with the actors that they got. And they're all fucking
0: bang yeah. on. They was so much. Oh, good. Mark. I was like, <laughs> I didn't. Oh, Hi Johnny, I didn't recognize you. How would you not recognize him? Who else is walking around, <laughs> dressing and talking like that? <laughs> oh, hi, doggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, watch the room if yeah. you're in a big group of people and you do not actually expect to be entertained by the room. So where does the disaster artist rank? Above the room. Oh, yeah. That's that's not exactly difficult.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually think th- this was like a fairly successful
0: little. Uh-huh. Thing, thing? <laughs> I don't know. It's not a documentary. A biopic. I guess it's kind of a biopic. A little bit, yeah. I suppose. Where would you put... Uh, it's better than Force Awakens? No, it's worse than Force Awakens. All right, so what, it's
1: got to be like, like an Edward kind of movie, right? Edward a movie better. about a horrible movie? Yeah,
0: actually, Edward is a pretty... You
2: can tell, like people with love, <laughs> went into making Ed Wood in the same yeah, way. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, like, at no point does this, this movie like make fun of Tommy Wiseau; it just like presents him as he is, which is hilarious. I
2: actually think that it, it's like pretty extraordinarily kind to him, given the extra type of crazy that he is. Well, also, yeah, and then what they even be like
1: like a private parts. Did you see private parts? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. But be, yeah, I, I would even say that like it kind of. It kind of even pulls a couple punches, probably because the guy, yeah. the guy and Tommy Wiseau and I have like made amends and all that stuff. Like when he gets really weird and starts firing everybody and doing the random reshoots and all that, like it's like it's a, it's just like, it just like touch is touched upon in the film. Where I was like, I feel there's a whole other movie of like mean Tommy Wiseau that like is not made. Like it does show him in some negative lights because he was like a crazy person. Like he was apparently like super shitty to the guy as soon as the guy got a girlfriend and whatever. Like just immediately being like how will we make the movie if we don't live together and you're like what well, uh, I'll just I'll still <laughs> go to set and i will still make the movie but it won't be the same we came here to live big Hollywood dream you know <laughs> Star <laughs> so, Wars episode 7 the force awakens uh it's it's it's, it's like very close <laughs> to that it's tough yeah. <laughs> like what's above and below Star Wars so, just above is Slow
2: West, Sneakers, Rogue One, Office Space. Going down is Wonder Woman, Top Gun, Baby Driver, Murder on the Orient Express.
0: Okay, I would put it below Baby Driver and Top Gun and all that stuff. And I would put it below all those all the other ones above it. Um, what was below... Murder?
2: Huh? M- below Murder, Fate of the Furious, Kong Skull Island, Ghost in the Shell, Jungle Book, TMNT. Ghost so, in the Shell, which Ghost in the Shell? Uh, the original. Oh. Ooh. Hmm.
1: TMNT timothy is good
2: yeah it's gone call I was good fate and Fury. pacific rim we keep going down lego batman movie ghostbusters paul feig the descent creep bad batch i would i would put this above the bad batch
0: that might be where it it's like it's in that same area like yeah. it, like it, creep is what stuck out to me like because yeah. where you're kind of like it's a good idea but not necessarily like masterfully yeah it doesn't it. quite like which stuff. was kind of like creep
2: and actually kind of <laughs> like the descent also yeah. Like if you go back, you can the the cracks on the descent are really showing. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's hard to rewatch the descent knowing where it ends up.
1: Yeah, it's like a ride movie. Yeah,
2: uh, I would put it above creep. You want to put it below creep? Um,
0: I don't know. I could do I could do either. I right. mean, like if you're, if you're below the descent, above the... creep. Sure, take that. Take that note. Yep. Uh, above creep, below the descent. Yeah. The film Disaster Artist has finally been ranked uh-huh. on the list. Uh, you watched Killing Joke? I did. <laughs> How was that? It was like miserable and and, and then I, I was about a third of the way
2: into it, and then I was like, "Oh wait, Scott said, John, do not watch this film under no circumstance like if you're going to watch any Batman thing, do not watch this one and I was already a third of the way through, so I was like, I guess I'm fully committed now, and it was horrible like i I actually turned it off halfway through because i was I was kind of like bored. Mm-hmm. And annoyed. I thought the dialogue was bad and the animation was bad. Ugh. And then I, I I decided to keep going. And then and then Batgirl got raped. And then, um, huh. well, and then it ended. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but like, why? What? I don't John, know,
0: Scott. Do you know, you know, you read comic books. There's, websites there's a two. Bit, there's got to be a story. There's behind two this thing.
1: major changes in the Killing Joke from the comics, right. which is like one of the. Best-selling Batman comic books of all time, right? Like highly lauded. It's yeah, gets, like, gets put on the bookshelves every new Batman movie that comes out. People like reprint the Killing Joke. Yeah, um, in the movie, what, what year did Killing Joke come out?
0: Like, it's also like eighty-eight
1: or eighty-nine. Yeah, it's
0: also like one of those like Renaissance like comics, just in general. Where you're, like, comics are serious and can mm-hmm. be cri- like because like there was Valiant and all that. Well, stuff
1: the I- the idea behind the Killing Joke is that the Joker decides that he's going to try. To make Commissioner Gordon into a villain mm-hmm. by giving him the worst day of his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he basically goes buck wild. Mm-hmm. And in the end of the comic book, he has discovered who Barbara Gordon is, that Barbara Gordon's actually Batgirl. Mm-hmm. And he opens a door and he shoots her right in the spine and cripples her for life. Right. 30 years on comic time.
0: Yeah. She gets better.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: wow, not, for, not for a long, long time. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, she like she stayed injured a long time. Yeah, and Oracle but... was a
1: really good character. Yeah, exactly. They... Her, her transition into the investigative computer savant Yeah, hmm. that was a member of the Justice League at one point from her office was kind of cool. It was yeah. like a cool character arc. Yep. Uh, in the movie, she is sleeping with Batman, which is all kind oh, of fucking weird. Oh, that was so weird. weird.
2: The sex scene at the start. God
1: yeah, damn super. it, because she's Robin's age.
0: Yeah. yeah, and and also like Jim Gordon's ba- ba- Batman's, <laughs> Batman's, Batman's sidekicks are often like presented as kind of his like surrogate Wars. children. There's wards. there's
2: yeah. a there's a little bit of a like responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Creepiness like factor. He's, like,
0: he's kind of Bat Dad to his sidekicks most of the time, so yep. extra weird.
1: Also in the comics, Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon dated for decades. Hmm. Like so, for Batman just to be like, hey, that's mine. I'm Want to tap that? But I mean, who would say no to Batman? I mean, well, I'd like I to think, think probably Batgirl. a lot of people mm. starting with Batgirl
0: probably anyway yeah, it's okay so yeah that's a major change and that's weird mm-hmm.
1: and then they tossed in a rape scene hmm. mm-hmm. which was also does Joker do the raping?
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, that's also weird to me. You think he's more of a hands-off kind of guy? Yeah, like, like I... Like, a not, completely
1: asexual character? Yeah,
0: exactly, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I'm just, like, you know what I mean? I'm, like, for him to be turning down Harley all those years, <laughs> and then just be like, okay, but I'm going to rape Batgirl. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's above, like, ordering the rape, depending on how Joker's being written, you can go full psychotic, but it's kind of weird that, yeah, like, an asexual character would do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he was... Is being, it ever, like, established that Joker's asexual? I mean, he basically... It is
1: never established that he's sexual in any way.
0: Right. And, like, he actively shuns all of Harley's advances. Always. All the time. Yeah. Right. Like... That's actually a
2: pretty interesting angle for the character. There's, like, his weakness is, in fact, sexuality somehow. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be crazy? Anyway, this movie, he rapes her, and it's terrible. Uh,
0: I don't enjoy. Yeah, no. Uh,
1: and it's animated. Yeah.
2: And the animation like, wasn't even. I good. also thought the animation was not particularly good, and the voice acting—it—it it, it felt like it was like not the usual Joker people, right? Isn't isn't it often? Um, it wasn't it's well, usually Mark Hamill, but yeah, I think but it, it wasn't was Mark, Kevin Mark Hamill Richardson for
0: this. Yeah. Yeah. The other. that doesn't sound fun at all.
1: Nope, don't watch it. It's on
0: Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch it. Do not watch it on Netflix. Uh-huh. It is on Netflix. Um, on, on
1: Netflix, I also saw um, Gotham by Gaslight, uh-huh. which is another classic Batman story. Yeah, also not very good. Huh. The changes they made to it are bad, and the animation style just took away all of uh, the the whimsy of Mike Mignola's comic. Oh, hmm. all right. It's it's not dark. It's not gothic. It looks like an animated, like a entry, morning, like cartoon. a regular entry yeah. to the animated films.
0: Which is weird because, like, like, Batman animated series already had the dark and gothic, like, style down. Yeah. Like, you know... The animated like,
1: series is drawn on black paper, right? So, like, hmm. it looks dark. Like, you, you and could... And this, this... Everything else that... You could, doing have, you could ape
0: not. animated series styling for Gotham by Gaslight, and you'd be like, okay... Like, when you said Gotham by Gaslight, I was like, oh, neat. And then you were like, it doesn't look like that. And I'd be like, oh, sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't that the point? Yeah. It doesn't exactly look like, Mike, like that? Mike, like, even his costume. Mike is like does Hellboy and mm-hmm. shit, right? So, I know. Yeah, I know Mike M- 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 I've read all of Hellboys. I was contextualizing like the it for the listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You would, like, why would you sacrifice that visual style? Especially when there are a- animated Hellboy stuff that does look, a pretty good right, job of yeah. dark.
1: Mm-hmm. Do
0: you want to um, rank uh, Killing Joke before we talk about Gotham by Gaslight?
1: I mean, we can put them pretty close together
0: because they both... Is that bad? Gotham by Gaslight is is hard watch. So what do they change up in it? Like, what's the... Um,
1: the denouement of okay. the comic. Um, when you find out who Jack the Ripper actually is, right. is pretty much at the very end of the comic. And there's like a, a little scene of, of heartbreak and disbelief. Mm-hmm. In the movie, there's a 20 minute fight scene at the World's <laughs> Fair on top of a Ferris wheel where everything <laughs> is on fire. And you're like, No, I just, I don't care anymore. The mystery is over. Yeah. You're fighting Batman hand to hand. Like, this should not be. The story's fight. already over like, once we are at this It's point. over.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: You're not the Joker. You're not a, a super powered threat. Like,
0: you're just you're, a dude. You're a dude. Batman punches you in the mouth. It's over. Yeah. Yeah
1: and it, it's not. It
2: was okay. Not well, true. I'm I'm seeing the killing joke in the return to Newcomb High Volume 1 territory. Whoa. Um it like it were directly into the like actively offensive.
0: Yeah. Like, well, it's like, a, yeah, repulsive in a sense. Well, I I've I've said this before, but I often use the return to Newcomb High bar mm-hmm. as it is like it still succeeded at what it wanted to do, and below that are movies that like did not succeed at even their basic like yeah. even the, the basic intentions of the films below Newcom High did not even succeed. Like, well, I,
1: I'd rather watch BVS than Killing Joke again.
0: Well, that's the thing. BVS is above, and I would absolutely go and watch BVS
2: before I go watch lower. K- what's, what's below Newcom High? Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh, that was In the Independence place. Day Resurgence. The, the Mechanic, Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, Star oh, Wars Episode God. 3, Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> London Has Fallen, Jason Bourne, and The Room. Oh, actually, you know, we were wrong when we were talking before. We said The Room was second from the bottom. We actually bumped it by this giant Pepe Mache boulder is actually really heavy. Oh! That one is second from the bottom. So The Room is actually so third. How,
0: how does how does it work in terms of London Has Fallen? Shit. That's tough. Tough, tough questions on 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I probably would rather watch London Has Fallen, which is a failure of a movie, but doesn't actively offend me. Okay, what's above London Has Fallen? Jason Bourne. It's a very boring movie.
2: Or what's below, I, I guess. Below mm. London Has Fallen. Below London Has Fallen is Jason Bourne, and then The Room.
1: Okay. Ooh. Uh, uh, probably above Jason Bourne and below London Has Fallen. That's, that's my... Are you gonna love both both Batman's. of the Batmans in there,
0: or is, Ga- is Gotham by
1: Gaslight's probably a little bit higher I than would, that? Yeah,
0: like
2: the way you're describing it, it sounds like it could go up. But Killing Joke, I could put down there. All right, so that's real bad. Under yeah. London
1: has fallen. Yep,
2: I haven't seen London has fallen, but I will. I will uh, bow
0: to your superior.
1: Don't don't watch it, no. man.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, that's also a good thing. Whereas I was like, I could recommend Return to Newcomb Hive in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. I could not recommend most of the movies below it. <laughs> like, yep.
1: Um, Gotham by Gaslight Let's look around BVS Justice League So Leader, Batman
2: yeah. versus Superman Dawn of Justice Going above that You have Underworld Blood Wars Another Wolf Cop Pirates of the Caribbean on oh, oh, oh,
1: It's not better than Another Wolf Cop <laughs> <laughs> okay, Stop
2: Going Stop down right from Dawn of Justice You have Return to Newcom High Fantastic Beasts
0: So maybe above BVS
1: No it's better than I'd rather watch Fantastic Beasts really?
0: Yeah Yeah and you'd rather watch Batman vs. Superman.
1: Whew. Yeah. Weird. What's under Fantastic Beats? Uh, Independence Day Resurgence? Yeah, no, Gotham by Gaslight,
0: right there. There you go. I like how Scott slipped up a little bit there and possibly wrote a DJ book with, called Fantastic Beats and where to find them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd read that. <laughs> like, or a guide on finding, like, rare samples or whatever, like... Mm-hmm. You're in the a, Harry Potter universe. In the Harry Potter universe. Shit, yeah. There's gotta be some magic DJs out there. I'm sure there is. Well there's they they established the magic, um the magic band. What are they called? The, the Weird Sisters or whatever, I think is the band. Like there's a band in one of the books that it's like a big deal that they get booked to play the Hogwarts school dance. They're like, meh, and everybody huh. like I've actually thought about this a lot. Like,
1: like rave culture and mage culture it must be crazy. Yeah, dude. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Hey, do you want to sleep for the early. next three
0: days? Like, no sleep, a kiss or whatever. And you're mm-hmm. like, off we go. Want some extra energy? Like, there's the universe
2: that has everything jelly beans, and there's the universe <laughs> that has MDMA, and the universe where you can
0: put those two things together is going to have some
2: very special rave candy.
0: I was actually going to say though, is it so? <laughs> this comes up to m- in my mind an awful lot in the, the world of Harry an Potter. Awful lot. Yes. Awful lot. This this happens. Like, okay. I would say like. A lot of the times, like, do you ever have your go-to's while you're pooping? Sure. Like you're just sort of like you're like oh, I don't have any reading material, so your brain's just sort of like loads up like a like a little like conundrum about like a fantasy world or something just to like kind of buy the time. Sure, I never not have reading material. I
2: mean, you have your phone, right? So
1: the I also have somewhere. probably forty or fifty comic books in the bathroom stashed around in the different just stores. in case. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like oh, there's, like one in the tank. <laughs> it's like it's all waterlogged. <laughs> 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 oh, That's Jughead. <joke> <laughs> no. <laughs> you keep you keep it in a Mylar. Oh, okay. It's waterproof. Good call. <laughs> anyway. tear it open. Like so, a- in the world of Harry Potter, we're led to believe is, like, uh, basically our world, but there's a secret wizard school, right? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Multiple secret wizard schools. Yeah, multiple secret wizard schools. Uh, so, the the issue then becomes, like, what year does Harry Potter take place in? Is it present day? It's present day. So. Because Harry lives in the real world. Right. He goes,
1: oh. he goes and takes the subway and
0: well, yeah he takes the subway and stuff but i i don't either, i've never seen like a cell phone in the real world cuz i'm like there's stuff in harry potter yeah
1: no uh, what's his name his, his stepbrother has is like a total chav right he's got the
0: tracksuit on and right okay so maybe the 80s though maybe no it's later than that okay but like but now here's but this this is this is where my my brain goes um like why there are a lot of issues in Harry Potter that would be solved by, like, the kids just having cell phones at school. We're like, how are we going to find them? Just, like, call them. and like, how do we get a hold of Harry? Like, send an f- owl. And you're like, I get it. I get it. You have magic. but like also- forget,
1: forget magic. A private boarding school in London? Yeah. You're not going to be allowed to have a cell phone in the school.
0: Okay, but then they go when they go on the lamb in the seventh book and just run around, why don't they use any technology to help them? They're idiots? Because they leave the school and then go running. Like so, what year does Harry Potter take place in? Is my question. Do you, see, do you get what I'm saying, John?
2: Mm, yeah.
0: Like it's just like like they they literally are like we can't go to school this year. We need to be like on the run. Freaking um, Death Eaters are after us. We need to find the last Horcrux. Blah blah they blah. They saw
1: Jason Bourne in the Bourne movies. They know to ditch their cell phones. Picking we, up a cell phone would get not a burner, help them. Get a burner.
0: Go to an internet cafe. Like it's just like you know what I'm saying. It's like it's kind of weird that they incorporate no technology whatsoever into any of their solutions that like... That's extremely strange. I didn't read these or see them,
2: but... Never. They never, cell phones never come up and they have problems with running around getting information to people. Yeah. That's pretty, that's a bit of an oversight. It's
0: weird. Why do they not have
2: wizard spells to
0: just send a message? They do. They kind of do, but like there's like, at least in the final film, there's like a lot of stuff going on. Like the, the death eaters have kind of taken over the Ministry of Magic. And I was like, this is an extra, extra fun point where you're like the mundane tech would potentially be like, doesn't that further incentivize getting cell phones? Yeah, exactly. Like it'd be like less traceable than, uh, all that shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's one of my, one of my things that I think of sometimes. I'm like, what, what year does Harry Potter take place in if there's no cell phones or computers that, of any kind, basically, that are ever referenced ever?
1: Hmm. Just, I feel like, Keith, you've never Googled that question. Like, why didn't the Harry Potter kids, oh, I, mean, I think I have the answer. I feel like the internet has debated this before we got to this point.
0: I'm sure. But I mean, I established the fact that I think about this while I'm pooping when I don't have my phone. So, no, I haven't Googled it. So you're just stuck. You're <laughs> never going to get the answer. It's never going to come exactly. up in your head. The other thing that I think about, often stemming from this, is just in fiction. Do you prefer it when, when it's supposed to be existing in the real world, that like the bands that the um, that like the, the main characters are into are real or fictitious? You know what I mean. Like, how often have you read a book where they're really excited? Like, it takes place in the real world, or we're led to believe it's the real world, but then they're really excited for some made up band. Hmm. You know? And I'm like, but then
2: there's the problem. What if the band doesn't like? The association, you know, or like,
0: what? If I the, understand. I understand yeah. the author's conundrum, but mm-hmm. I mean, but in in the universe, it's kind of weird that you're just sort of like well, they're excited for this made up band and like a made up movie star and whatever. Mm. It's kind of yeah. Anyway, I, I think the best case scenario music. is if
2: it ends up being something like Scott Pilgrim, where the made up band is full of like real bands <laughs> doing really crazy good <laughs> shit. It's true. Yeah.
0: Like, Sex, Bob-omb was like made up of like a number of yeah, it was nineties alternative and musicians. metric
2: and yeah. like a bunch of other.
1: Yep. Uh, the X-verse is full of made-up musical artists. Yeah. Dazzler and Lila Chaney. And yep. Yeah. I'm cool with that because I like them eventually being able to become characters. If it was yeah. just like, hey, we're going to go check out Guns N' Roses, I'd be like, no, I don't want you guys hanging out with Axl Rose. It's going <laughs> to go really bad in a couple of years.
0: Yeah. Speaking of music, I went to the Santa Teresa Festival this weekend, you guys. Hmm. What's that? So I think it's the second year of it. They decided to have like a music fest in St. Therese. Hmm. which was, like, weird. <laughs> and they it's like across three days. They have, like, one kind of big outdoor stage, but still their big outdoor stage is, like, the size of, like, an Oceaga side stage. And then they have all these little shows that pop up in kind of, like, the downtown of St. Dray's has a bunch of little bars with a bunch of little stages in it. So they put it in a bunch of small shows at little bars, all kind of within walking distance around them. Huh.
2: Any names I would recognize?
0: Nick Murphy, a.k.a. formerly known as Chet Faker, was the headliner. Uh, Alice Glass, mm-hmm. uh, Wolf Parade, Whoa! Uh, cool. The Wolf Parade—they're—they're they're like back. Yeah, Wolf Parade got back together. This is huh. crazy, and this is probably the highlight. Of the is there a so we new disc? On, we went there on Saturday. Uh, they also released a new album. Um, hmm. Holy shit! We went—we uh, went on Saturday. The rain was pretty terrible, and yeah. the main stage kept getting like canceled and postponed or whatever. And so like all the little small shows were happening, and then all of a sudden we got like by having the official festival app or whatever we got an alert being like wolf parade has been postponed they're now going to be playing at like bar monte cristo at seven forty-five, and i was like here we go i was like in we go like we like rushed in we, we get in there right away the the venue like maximum has a capacity of about 500 people mm-hmm. we were in there early enough we kind of like saddled right up to the stage maybe like about like th- when it filled out there was about three people between us and like a two foot high stage so mm. I got to watch, like, Wolf Parade in, like, the teeniest, tiniest of venues, like, as though they were, like, a bar band.
2: That's fucking awesome. Which I, was, I, I, at Mount Zoomer is still on my, like, regular rotation. It's yeah. such a good home.
0: It was super exciting. And it was, like, it was kind of, they, there was obviously everything was kind of a disaster in terms of, like, planning at that point. Like, like they did their own sound check, which was also hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, like, there's no sound checks. <laughs> it's just, like, Wolf Parade coming up and, like, blink, checking their blink. volumes. Yeah. Like, the drummer setting up his own drum kit. Like, there was, like, the... Monte Cristo, I think, is, like, a punk metal bar normally. So, like, the guy just sort of, like, looked and just, like, hit some of the drums and then, like, hit a couple and, like, shook his head and, like, replaced one of the Tams with his own and replaced the cymbals. But, like, you could see him mentally, like, figuring out, being, like, do I tear down this whole kit and just, like, put my own? Because that'll take a while and I don't have, like, a sound tech or whatever or am I just going to, like, deal with it and replace a few things that are bugging me? Like, it was uh. fun to watch him, like like, not a sound tech, just, like, the actual drummer, like, do that process. I was like, this is so... Like, kind of like throwback, because I was like, Wolf Parade is not at the point where they're playing little dingy bars in St. arrays anymore. Like, mm-hmm. playing a main stage at a festival, sure. Uh, and yeah, and then Nick Murphy uh, closed out the show, which was, uh, he was always fantastic. He was, like, one of my highlights of all, like, 2017 live shows. And hmm. then 2018, he also delivered in a big way. Excellent. I recommend to anybody, if they have a chance to see Nick Murphy, to do it. If you like, I mean, like, if you like his music at all, he plays, like, every song, like, kicked up into, like, a high gear, like... There's, like, variations on every track. Nothing sounds like it does on the album, but, like, it still sounds good. good. Like, he, almost every song has, like, a jam kind of component with the whole band. He mm. plays with, like, a six- or seven-piece band. Like, he plays multiple instruments. Super really great. Super fun. Uh, yeah, the weather was garbage, which kind of sucked, but they, I think they did the best they can. As near as I can tell, the only act that, like, completely vanished from the schedule was Alice Glass, <laughs> which is not... Not Uh-oh. incredibly surprising, Alice. You're postponed. I'm going back to my uh, Toronto. Going ba- going ba- no, not even. I'm just saying. I'm going back to my trailer. Like, let me know what's happened. Then does all the drugs. And you're like, well, we found a venue for you at eight o'clock. Oh God, she's <laughs> out of her mind. Like is what I imagine. Everybody else like got postponed or moved around and shuffled. Mm-hmm. And I think they kind of did. They did what they could with the resources they had to them. But yeah, Alice seemed to have got lost, lost in the shuffle somewhere. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, it was uh, forty bucks for a single day pass too. So like, but you you got to get up to Santa Teresa. But you got to get up to Santa Teresa, right. which is not the hardest thing to do. They had shuttles also arranged. Like hmm. yeah, if you were if you had no car whatsoever, you could kind of bring shuttle. So it was neat. I like hats off to Santa Teresa festival. I wonder
2: if it's the if it's the government trying to get people going to the smaller towns more. Debbie said that there's been a new yarn festival hmm. in some other weird random Quebec town. Hmm. And she says that they, there's like tons of money for the festival, but nobody goes because it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're whatever. They're trying to build it up. <laughs> I don't know. Well, this I is certainly it not sounds, well attended. It sounds
1: super funny. Right? Like, nobody goes to the giant yarn festival because
0: it's so far away. Like that's not s- <laughs> There's so many problems <laughs> with that setup, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. If I was super into yarn and then I had to like, or hang on, I want to present this at like, I want to think about this as someone who is getting into yarn. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that you're like, I would like to get into yarn. Like, if the festival fort is very far away, I'm like, no. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, if I was, like, on the fence about whether or not I was going to become a yarn enthusiast, yeah. a big travel time would, like, be like... Would put me onto the other side of the fence very quickly.
2: Yeah, I don't get it. But, yeah. um. Maybe, hey, maybe. I possible. Mean, I big like, festival, yeah, small French towns. It's
0: like a, I mean, it's like, I think like a pretty big town, but like it has its own little downtown and it has like bars and venues and stuff. Like, Like it's not like. How long to get there? Uh, to drive up there, yeah. less than half an hour. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like it's I mean, not so bad. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's closer than, say, like Montebello for Rockfest. Right. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's admittedly a smaller festival than Rockfest, but it's like. Yeah, you could easily go up there. And I think, like, a weekend pass was under 100 bucks, And they had, like, shows Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Like, mm. I thought it was really quaint. It was cute. Cool. Like, uh, like I said, they kind of turned the little downtown court of St. Dre's into the, into the venue. So you're just, like, walking around in a little town and all of the just like little shops and stuff set up on the sidewalks. Mm. Super cool. I enjoyed it. I mean, like I said, rain notwithstanding. But, I mean, that's just, I think, part of the uh, reality of having an outdoor festival is that it kind of gets ruined when there's rain.
1: It's um.
0: Point of order, you guys. Mm-hmm. We did not answer one of our Patreon's oh, questions. Yeah. Patron's questions. I will find it, and then I will read it to you. It well, was
1: while while Keith's looking that up, mm-hmm. I'm just going to quickly say I'm thoroughly enjoying the rap beef that's going on right now between Nicki Minaj and Cardi B.
0: Oh, they're, they're not, different people? They're, yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah, thing like that. What
1: kind of a beef are they having? Uh Nicki Minaj was the established rap star, mm-hmm. one, one of the top three rap artists in, in terms of record sales. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, brought in Cardi B, who's a little... Uh, Protégé? Protégé slash carbon copy
0: okay. yeah. of Nicki extremely, Minaj. Extremely, extremely derivative of Nicki but Minaj. But also
1: able to bring a lot of talent that Nicki is also able to do. Like, not just not just pretending. Yeah. Has has, has the chops to do it. hmm And uh, Cardi B went off on her own thing and... They all are they all, fighting? Yeah, they're fighting. And okay, their their two new records are, are both have both dropped. They're both good. They're both very much taking shots at each other all the way through it. This was mm-hmm.
0: like was it? Who was the last like really big one? Was it Fifty and Eminem? I feel that was like when they actually like had records shooting at each other. Like it wasn't Fifty and Eminem. It was Fifty and. Yay?
1: Yes, so it was yeah. 50 and had yeah. that big Rolling Stone article. Yeah. About Did it, didn't they – Where, sp-
0: like, the beasts that transcend Twitter and start to go into their actual musical output, yeah. you know?
1: like.
2: Well, didn't, didn't they have some kind of a deal where one of them – whoever sold less records on their next record would quit? Wouldn't that – why, yeah. 50 yeah, quit? Yeah, that,
1: that was Yeah, Kanye and, and Fiddy. Yeah.
0: yeah. And didn't Fiddy basically stop? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he lost and was like, and then now, just I, now
2: i got to shovel people's driveways. Well, <laughs> that and just like sit on his gigantic piles of vitamin
1: water vitamin money. Vitamin water money. Yeah. <laughs> and, I I to a couple gross. of good movies. It's mm-hmm.
0: um, okay. So Cardi and, uh, and Nicki Minaj. And yeah. yeah. Man, if
1: if you haven't heard Chun li and Barbie Things by Nicki Minaj, she is fucking angry. <laughs> it is hysterical. And Barbie Things is the weirdest fucking song because it starts off terrible like the, the beat doesn't make sense and she's singing off off the 4-4 four four mm-hmm. and for some reason it comes together and it's, it's a banging track but huh. she was also just throwing shade at cardi b the whole way through it that's great hm. i highly recommend it and i also highly recommend both of their instagram feeds because <laughs> they they have no shame and mm-hmm. they, they, they will just what hey, is the look, least shameless or the most shameless thing they put on there like i just bought $250,000 earrings. Isn't that great? Hmm.
0: Jeez. <laughs> how do you get behind that? Hey, fans. Hey, fans. Yeah, exactly. I just spent the money you spent on thanks, your house Thanks on for your earrings. love and support. Look at these earrings.
2: Hold on, hold on. What is in a $250,000 earring?
1: The soul of a child.
2: The like, letters
0: D, the letters G, and lots of diamonds.
1: Good
2: girl.
0: Doce and Gabana. Riffraff knows how it is. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, I guess, hip-hop superstars, yep. uh, we talked about him ha- on his SNL run, but Childish Gambino has had his first number one track. It's true. This is America. This is America. He had a hell of a two weeks. I saw him on Jimmy Kimmel the other day, mm-hmm. and he was like, in the span of two weeks was the release of This is America, which went to number one, mm-hmm. the release yeah. of Star Wars, his Saturday Night Live appearance, and the season two finale of Atlanta. He's like, I need to talk to my agent. He's like, this should not have all been scheduled. <laughs> <laughs> In the span of two weeks, he's like, you he set about
1: yourself t- up as a triple threat, and then you try to <laughs> 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 throw it all out at once. Mm-hmm. It's his own fault. Pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. a couple of, of weeks for agents. the
0: boy. Oh yeah, for sure. Like uh Jimmy Kimmel actually asked him, like he's like he's like, oh, like how do you feel? Like any of the responses? He's like, man, he's like, he's like, it's kind of, he's like, knowing the like the marathon of like media and all that stuff. He's like, I have not been on the internet since the Thursday before SNL. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've just been like. I have to do all of these press things, all of these things, like, all of this different stuff on, like, multiple pages across it. He's like, I can't go down, like, a spiral of whatever people are saying. Like, he's like, obviously my friends are telling me, like, look at this meme, look at this whatever, and, like, he's like, I'm the getting...
1: The memification
0: of This Is America is... So it's, weird.
1: It's so weird. It's the weirdest... Is it? Is it not obvious? It no, but, like, the internet has now taken it back and is making the video of This Is America... Into memes, mm-hmm. uh-huh. right? About so like, like,
0: like, just being like him, like dancing and being funny, shooting people as a meme, being extra dancing and being funny, shooting people, right? You're like, whoa! I was like you're like the point <laughs> like by or part of it like he apparently kind of talked about it he's like whatever when i release something it's for the people he's like they he's like i did it for one reason and he's he I this, went, is,
1: this is like the, the best example of populate itself in a long time yeah
0: <laughs> yeah but he, he talked about it he was like people were like oh do you want to talk about the meaning and he's like not really he's like i made it with an intention and there's a meaning to me but he's like i'm not gonna spell that out for you he's like the meaning to you can be like whatever it wants to be mm-hmm. and i guess like unspoken but kind of like if that's just to make memes and stuff like whatever man that's on you like if you want to watch that and get that he's like i'm not going to yell at you you know like all you know, i'm saying you, you know all i'm saying like, is
1: the mimification is deep i i'm on i'm subscribed to our hot wheels yep there's a this is america post at the top page of our hot wheels <laughs> like it's about hot wheels
0: <laughs> It's a huge track. Is that that last scene with all those old cars being like, "Are those old cars Hot Wheels?"
1: No, this is a new series of Hot Wheels cars that are very pro-American. Huh? And someone collected the whole set and was like, "This is America." Like, that's not what that means anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it's a great track, and I think congratulations to Childish Gambino for having having his first number one track. And one of his better tracks. I'm glad that he, like, like be, what do you call it? Because of the Internet was a garbage album, and I didn't like it. And I like the fact that he did a good album first called Camp, then he did another album called Because of the Internet, which was crap, then he did Awaken My Love, and the two tracks in the new one are good. Mm-hmm. So It's good to know that he can still do a good rap album. Yeah, exactly. That's is it? Have
2: you heard the rest of the album? Or nope. just well, the
0: two, the two tracks that he had on SNL were both very good. Like, okay. This Is America's, like, standout, but even the other track was also oh, very yeah. good. Like, good. compared to, like, because the internet is not good hip-hop or mm-hmm. a good album. Whereas Awaken My Love is very good, but it's not really hip-hop anymore. So. No, it's a soul funk album. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. I liked it. You should watch the video. It's a good video. Um, one of our patrons wants to know about our thoughts on the ethics of stealing media. So most of us – by most of us, I think all of us basically in this group mm-hmm. uh, have become gainfully employed. So the like – I feel that there was like um, a certain – not an understanding but a certain thing that like went into when we were in high school and just – or college and just did not have the money mm-hmm. to afford all the media we necessarily wanted to consume. We basically became like people in the Hustler uh, song by Simian Mobile Disco. Mm-hmm. If I had money to buy records, I would. Uh, but yeah, so – uh, I've tried to wean myself off of stolen media, movies, games, etc., and instead pay for what I consume. While this makes me feel better, I'm curious how you all consume media and where that sits with your respective ethics. Do you disagree about it being theft or am I being a dope?
1: I think we're all over the spectrum on this.
0: Come I'm on. on a lot of spectrums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Autism jokes. Go on. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to have some interesting yeah, discussion no, sure. on this I, like, I have a lot of opinions <laughs> like i do not mind paying for things but then i also kind of get crotchety about the like inflated like where that money goes mm-hmm. like it's one of those like and there's often like weird little i guess like loopholes that i'll explain to myself where i was like i don't i mean right now i have google play music so i basically stopped stealing music hands Same down here. hands yep. down like so i just i pay for that but it's still like a bummer to me how little my google paid music subscription goes to the musicians mm-hmm. you know like because that was always one of my like things that I like bugged me about it was you pay 20 bucks for an album and the artist they get a dollar the artist gets a dollar and I'm like I would really rather like steal the album and then buy a t-shirt at the concert or whatever which I often did mm-hmm. you know or like right now uh, Sarah and I make it a point of if possible to buy a vinyl at most of the shows that we go to like first of all going to the shows mm-hmm. gives them a ton, ton more money and then buying a record instead of we don't even always listen to the records immediately because we have it all free on Google Play. We know that not a lot of music gets that way. Same thing with, like, movies and stuff. I'm on Netflix. I'm subscribed to Shutter, But then if something is not on one of those services and it's going to cost me, like, ten bucks or whatever to rent it on, uh, like, say, like the PlayStation Store. And I'm like, where does the who – who gets that money? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it, it's like it, it gets, t- like – troublesome for me when I'm like, when the the system is so screwed up in terms of where the money goes.
2: like the company and the actors that made, it's like a 30-year-old movie, right? Mm. In that scenario, is any of that money going back to the people who made it? Probably not. They got got
0: paid up front and then it's over. Yeah. So now it's just in propagation. So yeah, so that's kind of iffy. I sort of land on the like, try to do things legally, but Mm -hmm. if it becomes like very inconvenient, I will like potentially do something else. Like we were talking about um Comedy Central. If you are an American, you can go onto the Comedy Central app and watch the last two or three episodes of anything on Comedy Central. We don't get that. We don't get to have that. Yeah. The only way to get Comedy Central is to subscribe to Cable. And the cable company is like obviously one of like the worst like predators of your money in the mm-hmm. world where you're like, Oh, can I just get Comedy Central for five bucks a month? No, you need to get a basic cable package and add Comedy Central. So that's gonna cost you fifty or sixty bucks a month. If you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky, right? Yeah. Like depending on which channels you want. So, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that gets bugs me, where I was like, whereas, so I need to pay 50, 60 bucks a month to get Comedy Central, whereas if I was in the States, I would just could download the app and get, the, like, not everything, but the last two or three episodes of all their shows for free. Like I think
2: everybody's arrived at the same place. We yeah. have money, and you want to pay for this stuff, because you want people to make the
0: stuff that you enjoy. But we, we want our money, I guess, to go but to the But you want the money to, the to go to the people who made it, I, as I, opposed I, to
2: <laughs> skeezy fucking companies who buy the rights to things. And, and like,
0: the models yeah. and whatever. I was reading yeah. a uh, financial... I'm... I'm further down the, the ladder on you, on this than you guys. Go. As
1: soon as convenience stutters, I'm like, fuck it. I'll do it myself. I'll
0: download it. I'll rip it. I'll steal it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: I, my God. As soon as convenience stutters. Here.
0: I have, I have so a perfect for example. I have a perfect example. For,
1: but I want from Scott. Go. Um, is this movie on a subscription service I'm already on? Yeah. No. Um, I want it. <laughs> I want it now. And what yeah. subscription services are you on? Uh, for movies? Yeah. Uh, Netflix, Tubi, mm-hmm. Crackle, the stuff on my Roku. Mm. Can I find it that way? No, I'm going to get it myself. Mm-mm. I'm going to get it now, in the way that I want it. Yeah. the The biggest example. Um, of- the, the, the biggest example of that for me is similar to Comedy Central is is professional sports. Yeah. I like watching baseball. Mm-hmm. Watching baseball in Canada right now requires cable service. Yep. It's not on national television. It's it's only on cable television. Mm-hmm. I don't like watching baseball that much, and it's never going to be the games that I want to watch.
0: I, I, and I can do you one further <clears throat> in terms of inconvenience, which is NHL Center Ice from Brought to You by Rogers. Yeah, they fucked that up real Holy bad. Holy crap. You And I did it one year. I bought the centerized package, uh, and it it's—I think it's like three hundred bucks for the season to watch all the NHL games, which is exorbitantly expensive. But it's not all the NHL all the NHL games because um, local broadcasting still causes blackouts. Mm-hmm. So the year that I bought it, I checked the list in advance, and it was the first. It was one of the first years that they had. So it was only the games I think on like TVA, or whatever that was blacked out. So it was basically th- all the weekday games were <laughs> all the weekday games were fine. It was the Saturday games that were blacked out, which we're I was fucking like... fucking missed. Which which sucks. The but I'm like, Meh. I was like, but I like, I kind of knew that. I was like, on Saturdays, I'll, often the game the often the game is on CBC or I'll go out. Like it didn't like but it inconvenience me. It's at the point now, however, this year, if you get NHL Center Ice and you live in Montreal, more than fifty percent of the Habs games will be blacked out. Mm-hmm. Like there are fewer than forty-one games that you will get on your $300 service for the Hats. There's like guess. There's which, the other hundreds of games, which, mind which you.
1: Which is at least palatable for you as a fan of the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. Like you get much more of that than you would otherwise. Absolutely. Baseball for me this year, I'm following the Milwaukee Brewers. Do you know how hard it is in Canada to watch a Brewers game? <laughs> it is impossible. Like, not it impossible, is impossible sure. to do that yeah. in any way that isn't the MLB network yeah. online, still, which three, is our, 300 what are they $350 you? for the season. Huh. I'm like fuck that! Yeah, that's that's. I'm gonna watch an online stream, and I'll watch the commercials from the Milwaukee area, and I'll check out all their beers that they're slinging, and car dealerships that are selling cars, and, and that's fine. Yeah, give right. me give me the network feed, and I'll watch it, and I'll watch it like I would for any other television program, where I will absorb the advertisements. as... Mm-hmm. As their payment for yeah. producing it, but
2: the crazy thing is that the the like the model that they're still trying to push there is ads when you're paying for it as well, right? Which is like not how the internet. No, works. on
1: on on the pro networks, it'll be like commercial break in progress. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. just, yeah, exactly. Just show the sports logo spinning yeah, yeah, quietly yeah. Well, for
2: three minutes, Bells. which is worse. Yeah. The Bell's TV thing, though, right? That, like if you're getting their yeah. TV, if you're,
0: you're getting, getting cable, ads. yeah, and you watch. you're paying
1: and you're getting ads.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. Longer. No. Like sports. Um, sports is a big deal. And, like yeah. and
1: obviously, obviously, the technology is there to deliver it to my house because I can do it on an illegal streaming site. Mm-hmm. I also don't understand. So, if the technology is there and they're not able to make it easy for a user to use in a somewhat affordable manner, when someone else can do it for free in their spare time, fuck them.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean. Yeah. I guess that's that's. Like, the thing that bugs me, or not bugs me, but is I don't understand why the movie industry or the TV industry hasn't been able to, like, come together to, like, m- more closely mimic, uh, g- like, Google Play music. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, like, it's, like, most music is on Google Play. Yep. Except for the really, really unknown stuff and, I guess, title. Like, Kanye stuff or whatever. You know, I'm like, like there like, there are exceptions, but, like I'll, like, it's very rare that, like, someone will reference an artist and, like, I'm not able to like find like a couple albums on Google Play Music.
1: Oh, like R. Kelly? <laughs> no,
0: he's on. He's just there. He's not in the playlist anymore. Oh, no, what a fucking weak ass
1: reaction. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We, we haven't talked about fucking title. This oh, title yeah, happened the, in the last two weeks. Oh, yeah, the,
0: the lies of title's well, lies. The R-, R. Kelly lies. also happened, right? So yeah, Spotify true. came out and said uh, not we're not going to
1: recommend R. Kelly through playlists anymore. <laughs> like, and all the news was like spotify takes off r kelly i'm like no you can still type in r yeah, kelly and just, listen to
0: all of the music yeah it just doesn't pop up on your streaming <laughs> services even, uh, It does creepy pop pedophile <laughs> no but it's pees our, on th- people trevor noah trevor noah had had the like that obvious like the most obvious but still like giggle worthy joke so he's sort of like he's like <laughs> you know what it, like you know what really hurts r kelly when you stop him from streaming
3: because
0: he pees on people is the joke you see
2: i find i find like this this whole thing is a a gigantic fucking mess like Mm. i have money i want to give money to people who make some things
0: to like a reasonable service like like, Uh. do you know like do you know how much like i would honestly pay like i would pay like a hundred dollars a month a hundred dollars a month because that cable plus internet is was i was paying more than that Mm -hmm. i would like sign up for a hundred dollars a month if it meant that i could watch every movie and every tv show that i could think of Anytime I wanted. Mm -hmm. I would be like, okay. You know, like, that, Hmm. and I'd be like, that's fine. I'd be like, that's, that is every movie that came out on DVD, every old movie, every TV show after it came out. If I could, I would pay $100 a month for that service.
2: The, the problem, all of this, the, I think, the, the problem is created by copyright being a total fucking mess. Yeah. Like companies get a lock on some of these things, and they just they can hold it hostage, basically, mm-hmm. when things should be in the public domain after a reasonable amount of time, and they're and they're not.
0: Sure. Yeah. All yeah. this
2: old stuff, we should not be fighting over rights and whatever. It should just be available for us to see. Yeah, exactly. We have the technology.
0: Yeah, it's super. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think any. It's the Disney. Yeah, the Disney. It's, yeah, the yeah. Disney it's only going to get
2: worse now with them owning everything. Like imagine the like <laughs> artificial <laughs> scarcity of Beauty and the Beast. And they're going to do that to the Marvel movies. You're right. only going to be able to get some of them sometimes.
1: The, the fact that they went after the copyright holders of Peter Pan. Yeah. It's like, whoa, that, that happened a long time ago. We and should, that's really fucked up. Like, if you read it's the story. An orphanage. Yeah, it's Copyright holders
0: are an orphanage, right? Yeah. Like, the profits will go up and Peter Pan will go to, like. And they're just
1: like, no, that's not right. We want the profits to that. Like, oh, you want to cancel copyright? Okay, let's talk about that.
0: No, 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 no. Yeah. We changed our mind. Just for Peter Pan. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, it's hard, Title. I guess. I guess guess,
1: we're back on title. I want to talk about title. I was going to say just wrap up
0: to our Patreons question, I Uh, guess do what you're comfortable with.
1: (laughs) No one's judging you.
0: Yeah, I guess. Exactly. Mm. No, but I mean, Mm. but I think it's I think it's fair to say that, like, support the things that you actually like. I support the things that you actually are into is, like, I think still an important an important takeaway that I have done. Whereas Like I said, like buying the vinyl or buying the things like. You're you're being a piece of garbage if you have no money and you're actively, like, taking money away from people. If you have money. Yeah, if you have money and you're, like, actively, like, taking yeah. away. Like, I. that's what I said. Like, if it's buying merch or buying whatever, if you're on Google Play or if you want to watch a hockey stream illegally, maybe buy a... What
1: was that about title? Hat. Title. Anyway. What? The title thing happened this week.
0: Title, title's inflated, oh, yeah, inflated yeah, yeah. downloads yeah. for uh, for Kanye and uh, Jay Z. Beyonce. And it was Beyonce. Kanye
2: and Beyonce. They yeah. multiplied their number of downloads by a factor, right? Yeah. Like a factor of 10. And um, uh, it meant that because t- the way Title's business thing operates is that everybody gets a cut of the total number of downloads from the system. So what they were doing was stealing money from all of the other artists who signed on to Title.
0: Neat. Isn't that great? So it was like inflating the record sales for both, like I guess, like record sales figures, yeah. and then also stealing money from other creators. Yeah, and a bunch of like A-plus ordinary everybody.
2: folks who are just regular title subscribers found out that they had multiple hundred plays of Kanye albums at like 3 o'clock in the morning. You uh-huh. know? And so whoever did this to the database fucking just did it in an incredibly sloppy way. And so it's super, super fucking obvious that they were cheating.
0: It's like, <laughs> hey, I listened to the new Kanye album 500 times between 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning. What? Yeah, like, it was, it yeah. was stuff
2: like that, or like or like playing it on repeat for a week,
0: you know? Yeah. Uh,
2: who you, Obviously, you didn't do that, and then all that stuff turns into sales money. For like, him. the numbers
0: weren't even fudged. Yeah. Good job. I hate you, title. <laughs> like, what is that, 20 bucks a month, Too something, something crazy it's like so that. It's so stupid. It's so expensive. And again, and they don't have enough stuff on it. Like, I didn't mind the model, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, they... To Title's credit, is they they stream uh, on lossless audio, mm-hmm. right? Which I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. But then there isn't enough stuff on Title at that point where I was like, there's, there is a model, might not necessarily be me, but I was like, if you want to pay like double the price of Google Play for the super like, high end, you will get the yeah. super high end. If so, if you're yeah. like an audiophile, it's the like, it's for you, it's for you. But then there isn't enough stuff on it, and apparently they're just screwing stuff. stuff. Yep. Speaking That'd of speaking of your uh, point about copyright issues. Yep. Uh, I guess champion of that would be Canada's own Neil Young. You didn't hear about this? No. That Neil Young put everything, everything he has on like lossless audio online. He's just like, here it is, it's mine. He's like, I don't want this to be like an issue after I'm dead. So that's amazing. Here you go, world. And it's like tons of like tons of stuff that's just like, on his website. I think so. Yeah, or like some archive or whatever. Fucking good for you. He, he was just like, he's just like, I just don't want. People to be like, I don't want to have like perpetual like best of Neil Young, like re-releases, things coming out and whatever all over the place. Here you go, here's all my things. I was like, yes, you're Neil Young, so you're in a position to do that, and it doesn't like hit your hit your pocket. But I find it was like a hilarious way to like at least the copyright issue Mm -hmm. of his creativity being like, here you go, man. It's just it's over now. Like it's like more artists should maybe you want you want it. You got it's
1: the the unprint move. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I've recorded this. And no one must listen to it.
2: <laughs> I wonder what happened to all that stuff. Wasn't there like 30 Prince albums ready to go? Yeah. yeah. They're coming out
1: as soon as that shit gets sorted
0: out by who owns it. Yeah, right. People are right. going to get very rich. Uh, uh, we're out an hour, boys. Yep. What, is there anything you want to wrap up? Any closing thoughts? I think it was a beautiful day today.
2: Mm-hmm. This is like the first day of super crazy, perfect summer.
1: Yep I'm turning 40 this week. I'm go Vegas. freaking out. I turned 35 this week. 35 was easy. 40 is freaking me out. Whatever, man. Don't like it. Don't you can't, like you it.
0: can't fake like you're young after 40. I mean, no. you easily can. He owns Zubass Pants.
1: Nobody knows what those are unless they're older than 40. I know what they are. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: you have any plans? Yeah, I haven't seen any invites or yeah. anything. You're like, yeah, you just no, going you to sit, sit quietly and just like, what you need to do is you need to drink. I'm, oh, I'm going to go
1: to Neil Young's website. I'm going to download a fully lossless version. Of old man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I no, but I was like if you, man, it, if you want to if you want I was gonna you. say that like forty years old is a great age to drink your age in Scotch. You need a forty year old Scotch and be like Do not do that. I've done no don't drink the bottle. <laughs> forty <laughs> shots of no, 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 here no, here comes. forty year old Scotch? No, I'm not saying drink the bottle. I'm saying that like you are like you're forty you, it's like an exorbitantly expensive bottle. Uh-huh. And you'll just... And t- I think drinking a 40-year-old scotch on your 40th birthday would be like... You'd be like, yeah. That sounds great. That this was the 90s. I mean, I don't know. What, what's like the equivalent? Like a 40-year-old... Maybe like play a 40-year-old Dungeons and Dragons module if you're not drinking. That uh-huh. is happening in our D&D campaign. <laughs> Sean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. About that. Uh, 78? I'm That's 40 70. years old? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take exactly... Take take in something that was created when you were born, Mm -hmm. I think is what I'm saying. It's going to be like sticks. (laughs) Fuck. This is 9 to 5 Entertainment System, everybody.
1: Hi. Thanks for sticking around to the very end of this show. That means you're our number one fan. As our number one fan, maybe you're wondering a way that you can show your support for this. We've set up a few ways, and the boys are going to tell you about it now.
0: If you like this show, you might know other people that like this show, or maybe they'll like some of the other stuff that we're doing on the website. If that's the case, you can tell them all about it using all of the social networks, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of those, or you could just, you know, send people links directly to the website. Or if you live in a world without the internet and you only listen to podcasts, you can tell people about it with your human mouth. There's other ways we could support us, John.
2: If your interest in supporting us extends to the financial section, you might consider patreon.com slash 9to5cc. If you go there, you can get perks like early content, you can get your questions answered on the air, and you could get extra art. We've been doing this show for a long time, so we kind of know what we're
1: doing. Not really. 9 <laughs> <laughs> to
0: Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.